0: Hey, welcome to my basement, everybody. I've got an awesome episode for you. I spoke with the star of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Simu Liu, and also the movie's director, Destin Daniel Cretton. And I've got my review on the run of Shang-Chi. We're gonna get to all of that in just a second. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle, which is back and headed to the Vancouver Convention Center. It's hosted by the gaming stadium, along with partners, Even Matchup Gaming, Gallant Gaming, and Vancouver Street Battle, and they're bringing you three days of non-stop gaming action. Pinnacle runs Friday, October 8th to Sunday, October 10th, and it's going to feature a $30,000 prize pool around some of the best in competitive gaming like Smash Bros. Ultimate, Street Fighter, and Guilty Gear. You can register today to compete or spectate at tgs.gg. All right, let's hear from Marvel's newest superhero, Shang-Chi himself, Simu Liu. There's been a lot of chatter about how lucky you have been to become a Marvel superhero. I want to say that Marvel is incredibly lucky to have you. They're Chris Evans,
1: Tom Holland lucky to have you. You're sensational in this movie. Oh, my goodness. Well, that that is incredibly high praise, Victor. Uh, what would be even higher praise for me is knowing that the uh, action figure collection in your background will someday <laughs> include Shang-Chi. Can you confirm? You you know I will have a Shang-Chi <laughs> right there,
0: my friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. Talk to me about how you would describe Shang-Chi and how
1: he integrates into the MCU. hmm mm-hmm. Well, uh, Shang-Chi is one of the most skilled hand-to-hand fighters in the world. So I think from a from a just a fight perspective, I think that's that needs to be put on the table right away. Further than that, I think he's he is your everyman superhero. He is not your, you know, god born with incredible you know strength and and superhuman speed or all of those things Um, you know he's a guy who grew up in San Francisco with his best friend Katie and parks cars for a living and um, there's something really really relatable about that Um, you know we know people like Sean or we are people like Sean Um, he's you know a bit lost and directionless and still you know in a place in his life where he's trying to figure stuff out you know and and I think that's honestly such a wonderful starting off point for a superhero because what a better journey to take uh, and what a better message to send than than anybody can be a superhero.
0: Awesome, now talk to me about the uh, Shang-Chi video game that you want to see get made. Mm. Uh, Who are you fighting against
1: and who from the Marvel Universe might you be fighting alongside? Oh my God, that's a great question. You know, I love playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Um, so I wonder if it would be like a beat-em-up style game, like that, and then you would be fighting. Oh, who would we be fighting? I don't know, I can't give it away. I don't wanna, I don't wanna <laughs> say anything and point people a certain way. You know how our fans get sometimes. Um, totally. What I do know is that the combat mechanics would be pretty cool. Like you'd be able to string together some, some pretty sick combos um, with, with, with my character. He'd be pretty good. Are you in this game or are you going to be, I would the, be the voice the, and I would face be of this voice, game? the the picture on the, <laughs> on the poster, the, the likeness, the, yeah, all of it, all of it. So that's confirmed
0: right now, my friend. That's awesome. Uh, talk to me about be, becoming part of this team of Avengers and all of these other actors. It's it's uh, a very rare club to get into. How have you been accepted by this uh this group of individuals in the
1: MCU. I mean, it's been really wonderful. Um, you know, I've had I've had multiple people from from within uh, the MCU reach out, kind of you know, giving me their welcome to the circus moment, um, and and you know, just letting me know that they were there if I ever needed them. I think there's there is a mutual, there's a shared experience among all of us in the MCU that uh, life is just. You know, life before and life after are completely different. It's you know, there's some of the most rabid and and committed and dedicated fans in the world for anything, and um, you know, it's it's wonderful and it's beautiful and it's, it's something to be extremely grateful for. But it's also a lot to take in sometimes. You know, it's like you know, being being at a party and. Uh, you know, feeling like you're you're being pulled a hundred different ways at once, but you feeling that every minute of every day, um, and and finding you know finding the time to have those those conversations and, and to ground each other and to say, hey, listen, I got your back. It's pretty, is is very meaningful. Well, the movie is awesome, and you are awesome in it, and I'm very excited for
0: you and for the world now to see Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Thank you, Simu.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Lucas from The Electric Playground, and I'm with Destin Daniel Cretton, and we are talking about the movie that he has just directed, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. How are you feeling right now, Destin? People have been waiting for this movie for a long time.
2: Well, I'm one of those people who have been waiting for this movie to come out for a long time, so I feel very, very excited to be at this point.
0: Congratulations. Uh, I was absolutely blown away by the film. I saw it a couple of days ago. It's beautiful in every sense of the word. And I feel um, like I have to see it multiple times (laughs) to kind of get all of the details and all of the uh, incredible pieces of entertainment you've put all the way through this film. Was that deliberate? Did you want to create something that kind of asked the viewers to see it multiple times?
2: I hope people go back and see it multiple times and get more more from each screening. Uh, those are my favorite types of movies that, that have enough um, care put into the details of the production design and the wardrobe and the music and uh, the cinematography. Um, and And our team was so extraordinary on this movie to weave storylines and little, um little clues and easter eggs are they're everywhere in this movie so yes. i think multiple viewings you will you will soak up um quite a bit in in this film
0: what i love about this movie and it's true about a lot of marvel movies i would have been happy with uh, just a film about sean and katie as um uh valets <laughs> you made a great piece <laughs> just out of that i thought that was super fun
2: oh well that i i would watch that movie too That i mean that that is what what i i i think whether we know it or or not i i think um that is the reason we we continue to fall in love with these characters in, in these giant marble action-packed movies is because they they care equally about the relationships and and humanizing these characters in a way that that makes them feel very relatable
0: how do you think, uh, you know, in your from your own vantage point, Shang Chi kind of fits into the wider landscape of the MCU?
2: For us, it was extremely important to not only capture the respect of the the culture and the respect of the the um, rich history of martial arts movies that came before us. Um, mm-hmm. But it was equally important to make make sure that Shang-Chi in the end of this movie would be able to stand shoulder to shoulder with all the other great superheroes in the MCU. Um, I think it would have been a, a disservice uh, to, to every community, the, the, the Marvel community and, and the Asian American community, to not have shang chi reach that level by the end of this movie and i feel very extremely excited to um the possibilities that are ahead of of this character
0: the mythical and supernatural and otherworldly elements of the film are uh, an incredible surprise and i i'm wondering uh, you know about the research that goes into that was it based on you know chinese mythology or was it an interpretation of it how did you bring those characters and, and uh these creatures to life
2: most of the inspiration for this movie found its roots in the comic books in one way or another and and you you people who are familiar with either the Shang Chi comics or um you know some some were taken from other other comic comic books uh within the marvel universe and you'll 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 see those kind of sewn throughout this movie. Um, of course, there is also a lot of inspiration pulled from Chinese mythology and um, and other films that that came before us from from the east. And uh, a lot of you, you you'll find a lot of Easter eggs planted throughout that, that are referenced from some of our great and favorite movies of that genre.
0: That is fantastic. I asked um, my followers on Twitter if they had any questions for you, and I've got a couple here that I would like to ask. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts on the previs that happens on Marvel projects like this. Uh, is it a help, or do you have uh, some freedom to kind of alter things um, as you go? And this is from uh, Reeve S.
2: Thompson. Previs was something I've never done before, but it's an incredible tool. And it, it actually... Um, it, it isn't like someone just goes off and does a previs and hands it to you and says, shoot this. It, it's actually a tool that directors use to develop ideas and see what could work and what maybe doesn't work before you have the pressure of having everyone on set and shooting it. Um, so it's a it's a very collaborative back and forth process between myself typically starting with a storyboard artist to get the, the general beats of a se- of a sequence. Um, and then depending on whether it is a, a martial arts sequence, which typically cannot be done in previs, that goes to the stunt choreographers to to do a fight viz. And mm-hmm. often that is combined with previs of the big explosions or creature creation. And and you you have you have the ability to kind of piece it all together in, in a mock-up that it either makes sense, or you find out it doesn't work, and you keep tweaking it until it feels good. And then when you're on set, it, it, it's uh, sometimes you end up throwing the previs out the door, depending on what the sun is doing, or what the cameras are doing, or if the characters are, are if the actors are feeling something completely different. But at least you have this this uh, skeletal plan to work from, which is pretty necessary on a film set.
0: The uh, fight sequences and the stunts are just spectacular in this film and they're shot really, really well. Uh, Did you study a lot of martial arts work to kind of get a feel for where the camera should be positioned? Because one of the things that's clear with this movie is the verticality and the the way that the camera has to, you know, move with superhuman abilities in mind. And it's, it's breathtaking as a viewer. You're just like, oh my God, where am
2: I going next? It's incredible. I'm glad you feel that way. It was, I mean, the smartest thing that we did was hire amazing people who have uh, a, a very rich history in, in this type of uh, filmmaking. And Brad Allen, the head of our action design team, came, was trained in Jackie Chan's camp. And um, with, our, with our first meeting with him, I could just see very clearly that he had an ingrained um, respect for the, all all of the movies that came before us in the Mm -hmm. martial arts and Kung Fu uh, genre. And he wanted to pay proper respect to those movies. Um, He, he also was trained in a way that was not just punching and kicking, um, and explosions. He, in, in the camp of Jackie Chan, they are trained storytellers first. And right. that's, that's how his, his brain was always thinking when, when trying to create these sequences, what are the setups? What are the payoffs? What are the characters doing in the sequence? Where do we want them to be at the end of the sequence? Um, and in terms of the camera work, we had Bill Pope with us, who uh, um, shot, what, shot... He's done a few all, things. Yeah, he's done a few <laughs> things. Uh, I mean, you just start with the Matrix, and it's like the guy knows how to shoot action in a way that you can actually describe as beautiful, and it's it was such a pleasure to learn from him.
0: Destin, uh, you've created a, a real gift to the MCU franchise. It's a spectacular movie in its own right. I can't wait for the world to see it, and you really, really entertain me. Thank you, sir.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Now I'm going to review Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and I'm going to try to keep this as spoiler-free as possible. You've probably seen some of the trailers. The hype for this movie has been real, and it has been a long time. It was supposed to come out last year, and so everybody's been in this crazy waiting game to get it out there and to see it. And I I didn't know anything about this character at all from the Marvel Universe. There's been a lot of updates, as far as I understand, from reading about the movie and learning more about the movie. It was based on Marvel's fascination, the world's fascination, with the kung fu films of the 70s. This was the comic book adaptation of that, creating a superhero from that kind of a universe. And it was a successful comic series that ran for a long time. But Marvel clearly saw there was an opportunity here to tap into a different perspective and to create an Asian superhero that would honor an audience that was underserved. So that was absolutely an element in the creation of Shang-Chi as a feature film addition to the MCU. But you can really throw that away when you go to the theater and sit down in your seat and just get lost in this mythology because Shang-Chi is an incredible addition to the Marvel pantheon of superheroes. He's definitely different. It's not like... Black Panther, even though the character comes from an established history and has an important lineage and has incredible strength and power. And one thing that we learned from the film is that not all of it is a huge mystery to Shang-Chi or Sean as he is called in his Americanized interpretation played by Simu Liu perfectly. There is an awareness. He knows that there was a path for him and a destiny for him and he has these innate abilities. That's why when we see those little clips in the trailer of him fighting so well on the bus and it's a shock to his buddy Katie played by Aquafina. it's not a shock to Sean. He knows he's capable. So it was really fun to kind of see the unveiling and and for uh, Simu Liu to kind of dig into the fact that, listen, I haven't been completely honest with you. I really, really enjoyed those moments. And so we get to see that Shang-Chi has this really cool backstory and has been training, has all of these different abilities built into him. And the fight sequences are just so freaking thrilling. But I honestly felt like what was the most thrilling about this film, and it's truly an origin tale, this is about a hero becoming a hero, assuming a Mantle, assuming the responsibility. Uh, but I loved the backstory. I loved the the sense of family that's crafted, and the sense of friendship that's crafted. I honestly could have just watched that film because the performers are so good. And even though it's set in San Francisco with a lot of familiar touchstones and elements, you know, Sean and Katie simuliu and Aquafina play valets at a hotel and they love their jobs, you know, like they see the stress around in people's faces and they, you know, get handed keys to expensive cars. And they see that there's a lot of people that are Unhappy, and even the money and the lives that they have, and they are very happy as buds. They go out for karaoke, they hang out with their other friends who are always judging them, but they are innately happy in their, in their lives and with each other, and that is so infectious to see. And the other element that's so infectious to see in this movie is their uh, their sense of connection to the people around them, to their families. You know, when we go to their home life, and it's this mix of Chinese and English and and uh, traditional uh, aspects of Chinese culture interwoven with the Americana that we're so familiar with in movies these days, and superhero movies. It's like an embrace, you know? It's like this world that we don't see enough of, because let's be honest, we don't see enough of Asian culture in big Hollywood blockbuster films ever. And so it's new, you know? It's fresh, but familiar, and it's heartwarming, and it's cool. And then, of course, the stakes get raised, and we get thrown into this adventure story, and we find out who Tony Leung really is. As the Mandarin as the uh, the big bad in the film and what his goals are and what his drive is and he in an effort to bring back his family is uh, you know driven to do some really horrible things and Shang-Chi has to step up and ultimately come face to face with his father who he fears and admires but had walked away from to try to find a different life for himself and interwoven into all that is stuff that I won't get into because it's big spoiler territory but there's a lot of supernatural Natural and metaphysical elements you know scattered in amongst this material stuff that feels on its surface a little bit familiar for anybody that's watched martial arts movies in the past um, and then everything gets ratcheted up Marvel style with these other elements and other cool cameos and and characters that uh, are legitimately surprising. And it's a feast for the eyes, like it's all wonderful and beautiful. And then you couple that with these expertly choreographed fight sequences and action sequences, and everybody is so good at what they're doing on screen. And Simu Liu actually moves with the grace and the kind of sense of comedic chops of Jackie Chan. It's an incredible thing to see, you know, even in this sort of first glimpse of his ability on that bus fight, it's just like, wow, this guy is really electric. It's fantastic. And it's not just a fight for fight's sake there's a lot of really cool character embellishment in the middle of all of these fights and that escalates as Shang-Chi kind of comes into his own and, and uh, we get a sense of the, the full power of the character and so we, we get these great character beats and heartwarming moments that feel grounded and real and fun and you want to stay there and we get these incredible action sequences with cool fight pieces and awesome choreography that are character infused and then we get the superheroics heroics and these you know, crazy meta creations and and all of the, the cameos and stuff that you would expect out of a Marvel picture. And it, it the end result is you're just overwhelmed with how freaking good this is. It is an excellent addition to the Marvel Universe. I have stopped being able to kind of you know, pick my favorites and and categorize them numerically uh, and put them in a pecking order because there are so many good and so many fun Marvel experiences, but this is near the top. This is an awesome, awesome movie. You don't want to miss it. Uh, Something tells me that you won't because I'm not the only one saying this, Uh, but Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is exquisite entertainment. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10.